Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customize paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power the collaboration needed for teams to accomplish what would otherwise be impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200 or 2 million, Atlassian software is built to help keep you connected and moving together as one. Tonight is TikTok's time up. The CEO in the hot seat on Capitol Hill as lawmakers describe the popular social media app as a risk to national security and America's children. Here are tonight's top headlines. Rare common ground from Republicans and Democrats on display as TikTok's CEO tries to distance the platform from China and its Chinese owner. Has ByteDance spied on American citizens. I don't think the spying is the right way to describe it. Dangerous eye drops. The recall tonight after a low-risk medicine led to infection, blindness, and for some, death. One of the doctors here, he said, you're probably going to lose your eye. <sighs> Sorry. Demonstrations are taking place across France today against the government's planned pension reforms. Protesters threw objects at police. They responded by launching tear gas into the crowd. Drama in the skies. How a passenger saved the day after the captain passes out mid-flight. The captain became incapacitated while en route. He's in the back of the aircraft. And our visit to the cherry blossoms. What do these trees symbolize? A friendship between Japan and the United States, but also the fleeting beauty that is so magnificent, especially on such a grand scale. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Thursday night. 
Tonight, nearly 50 million Americans are in the path of dangerous weather as that storm system that spawned a bomb cyclone in California moves east. Plus, in tonight's Eye in America, we visit a small West Virginia town that's still recovering from a once-in-a-lifetime flood. But first, the CEO of TikTok facing tough questions from lawmakers today during an often tense hearing about the safety and security of the popular social media app. Members of both parties grilled Shochu about the company's ties to China and harmful content pushed on children. The future of TikTok here in the United States, along with its 150 million U.S. users, remains up in the air with the Biden administration threatening to ban the app. A new CBS News poll shows 61 percent of Americans support that ban. CBS News' Nicole Killian was at the hearing, and she's going to start us off tonight from Capitol Hill. Good evening, Nicole. Good evening, Nora. This was a grueling hearing that lasted more than five hours as TikTok CEO defended his platform in his first appearance on Capitol Hill. We do not trust TikTok will ever embrace American values. From the beginning, Shozi Chu, the CEO of the most downloaded app in the past two years, faced intense scrutiny. My time is up, and if this committee gets its way, TikTok's time is up. The TikTok executive tried to reassure lawmakers with a commitment to safety. There are more than 150 million Americans who love our platform, and we know we have a responsibility to protect them. And he insisted the video sharing platform is not an arm of the Chinese government, despite being owned by parent company ByteDance, based in Beijing. Has ByteDance spied on American citizens? I don't think the spying is the right way to describe it. Chu said the company is working to build a firewall dubbed Project Texas to store and protect user data in the U.S. I have seen no evidence that the Chinese government has access to that data. I find that actually preposterous. Lawmakers also pressed Chu on harmful content aimed at younger users, from buying drugs on the app to dangers of some TikTok challenges and videos promoting eating disorders and suicidal behavior. Our kids are at risk on your platform. The Nazca family attended the hearing. Their 16-year-old son died by suicide after viewing disturbing videos served up on the platform. I would just like to see uh, mainly the, the stopping um, of, of promoting these types of videos that my son was getting. President Biden has banned the app on government devices, along with at least two dozen states. Does this put TikTok closer to a complete ban? Absolutely. I think it was pretty clear that the Congress is unified uh, in terms of opposing TikTok. Congress is considering at least three bills that would further restrict TikTok or implement a nationwide ban. Tonight, the company accused the House panel of political grandstanding and warned a ban could violate the First Amendment and hurt the livelihoods of millions of its users. Nora? Yeah, it's so interesting as Utah today became the first state in the country to restrict how and when kids can use social media. These stories we're going to continue to follow. Nicole Killian, thank you so much. Well, now to a scary moment aboard a Southwest airline flight from Las Vegas to Columbus, Ohio on Wednesday, when the captain of the plane passed out. CBS's Adriana Diaz reports tonight on how an off-duty pilot rushed to the cockpit. It's actually the, the captain uh, that's not doing well, so we need to get him on the ground uh, immediately. Southwest Flight 6013, bound for Columbus, Ohio, had to land back in Las Vegas Wednesday after its 47-year-old captain lost consciousness in the air. His co-pilot took over. He started to feel some stomach pain, and then uh, probably about 
uh, maybe five or so minutes later, uh, fainted. On the radio controls was a passenger who also happened to be a pilot. In a statement, Southwest said a credentialed pilot from another airline entered the flight deck and assisted with radio communication, while our Southwest pilot flew the aircraft. Adrian Custer was on board. What went through your mind when you realized? (laughs) It was pretty scary for sure. I think myself, along with all the other passengers, were very amazed by um, all the workers. Captain Laura Einsettler has been flying for more than 30 years. She said the passengers' help on the radio allowed the co-pilot to focus on flying. This is an exact case of why it's so critical to have two highly experienced, well-trained pilots, a captain and a co-pilot. Passengers told us they knew there had been a medical emergency while they were in the air, but they had no idea it was the captain until after they landed. Nora, Southwest isn't releasing any information about the captain's condition, citing his privacy. Hey, Jenna Diaz, thank you. California is assessing the damage after two rare tornadoes touched down on Wednesday. An EF-1 tornado with 110 mile-per-hour winds tore through the L.A. suburb of Montebello, damaging more than a dozen buildings. It was the strongest tornado to hit the area in 40 years. A second funnel cloud damaged a mobile home park near Santa Barbara. Large parts of the south are bracing for some possible severe weather tonight and Friday as a line of storms move into the area. For details, let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. Nora, good evening. We're looking at a multi-day severe weather threat with a multitude of issues, including across Oklahoma and Texas tonight and overnight, and then through the day on Friday, areas across the lower Mississippi River Valley with an increased chance now for tornadoes. As we show you the timing, heavy-duty storms tonight in Oklahoma across Texas. Some of those storms could be into Dallas and Fort Worth for the morning drive. All that energy rolling eastbound for Friday, including this target zone highlighted in purple for tornadoes, Greenville, Mississippi, Monroe, Jackson, heavy storms across Middle Tennessee and a threat that extends into Saturday across the southeast, South Carolina, Georgia, and Florida. And then, if that weren't enough, Nora now watching for heavy rain in the Midwest through Saturday, three to five inches on the way, and flash flood risks go up. Mike Pettis, thank you. Tensions are running high as former President Donald Trump faces multiple criminal investigations. Trump lashed out at the Manhattan District Attorney's Office over his potential indictment, while D.A. Alvin Bragg pushed back on Republican critics. CBS's Robert Costa is outside the courthouse in New York City. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg was seen arriving for work this morning. The decision on whether to indict the former president now likely delayed until at least next week when the grand jury reconvenes. That hasn't stopped the attacks on Bragg. Trump used racially charged language in a social media post, calling Bragg an animal, while three Republican committee chairmen requested testimony from two former prosecutors in Bragg's office, demanding communications and documents. Bragg's office blasted the Republicans, saying they are meddling in a pending local prosecution, only after Trump urged them to act. Former federal prosecutor Scott Fredrickson. It's an ongoing investigation. Committees don't have a right to get involved in grand jury investigations, so uh, it's going nowhere. Meanwhile, in Washington, lawyers for Trump and Mike Pence appeared in court for a showdown with special counsel Jack Smith over whether the former vice president will be forced to testify in the federal January 6 probe. If and when he testifies, he's going to be asked questions about what Uh, The former president, Trump, told him 
about his attempts to block the election, whether he knew the election was lost. But Pence is resisting and suggested the fight could go to the Supreme Court. We're going to make sure we make our case to the uh, appropriate courts uh, and maybe to the highest court in the land. Sources close to Pence tell CBS News that he is willing to testify before the grand jury in a limited way, but first wants the courts to decide just how far he can go constitutionally in terms of talking about Trump and January 6th. Nora. Robert Costa, thank you very much. Tonight, the dean of a Denver, Colorado high school remains in serious condition, and another school official is out of the hospital after they were shot by a student Wednesday. Investigators say the student who was on probation for having a ghost gun was going through a security check when he shot the school officials. The gunman's body was found last night in a wooded area about an hour from the school. Tonight, we have an update, an alarming update on a nationwide eyedrop recall linked to drug-resistant bacteria infections. The drops are made in India, and they are sold on websites like Amazon. The CDC now says three people have died, eight have lost vision, and four had to have an eye surgically removed. We get more now from CBS's Manuel Bohorkas. Adam Dezaro is a fire captain in Naples, Florida. For years, he'd use artificial tears for dryness in his left eye without a problem until last fall. The redness came on, the irritation came on, a lot of itching, and it was abnormal. What happened to your eye? It just progressively got worse to the point where I couldn't even see um, within a few hours. Unable to treat it with antibiotics, doctors feared he'd lose his eye. That was, and it still is, uh, hard because I'm still not at work. Going on five months. The CDC is investigating a nationwide outbreak of the antibiotic-resistant bacteria, Pseudonomus aeruginosa, which has infected 68 people in 16 states. It's warning against using Ezracare or Delsum Pharma artificial tears, which have been recalled. It's a very aggressive bacteria, and even with the standard of care, we were not uh, helping the patients. Dr. Guillermo Amesqua of the Bascom Palmer Eye Institute in Miami treated Desaro with an experimental light treatment like this that finally killed the infection. If you're using an artificial tear and you notice that something is not right, just, you know, go see your IK provider. The CDC says symptoms can include discharge, pain, redness, light sensitivity, and blurry vision. To use eye drops safely, in general, people should wash their hands and keep the tip of the bottle sterile. CBS News reached out to Ezracare and Amazon where Desaro purchased the eye drops, but they had no comment. Desaro is suing for negligence and hopes in the meantime, surgery will restore his sight. Manuel Bajorquez, CBS News, Naples, Florida. Turning overseas, violent clashes erupted in France today as an estimated one million people took to the streets, protesting the government's move to raise the retirement age from 62 to 64. In Paris, a few dozen people were arrested after attacking police and businesses. City Hall in Bordeaux was set on fire. Labor strikes are impacting schools, transportation, garbage removal, gasoline supplies and shutting down tourist sites, including the Eiffel Tower. Unions are calling for more protests next week when Britain's King Charles visits France. 
In tonight's Eye in America, a small town in the mountains of West Virginia is still rebuilding nearly seven years after a deadly flood destroyed almost everything in its path. CBS's Scott McFarland visits the town and the historic resort that's helping the community recover. White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia, its mountains and its iconic Greenbrier Resort has attracted 28 U.S. presidents and British royalty and was writing an unrivaled history till the day it was nearly wiped off the map. It's so hard to explain. Like, I can still see it to this day. It seems like it just happened yesterday. Mackenzie Moya was pregnant and returning home from work when her home washed away. It came up off the foundation and floated about a football field away into my neighbor's house behind me. In summer 2016, a thousand-year flood ravaged the city. How many people were lost? There were 13 perished. Business owner Tom Crabtree says raging waters ripped apart downtown, triggered fires and landslides. And people are in some of these trees. People, people sought refuge in trees. They climbed into their attics. They cut holes in the roof to get out on the roofs. The city, which suffered millions of dollars in damage, has tried to rebuild ever since, as the iconic resort sheltered those left homeless and then raced to reopen. It was very important that they got back open after they helped serve the community. It turns out this resort hidden in the mountains has a long history of being a refuge and a theoretical safe place. Hidden below ground here from 1962 to 1992 was a top secret Cold War bunker for Congress. Behind doors reinforced to block nuclear fallout, this auditorium was the backup U.S. House chamber and 535 bunk beds for all members of Congress. It wasn't just hunkering the bunker. They were going to continue to function as a legislative branch. During World War II, the Army turned the resort into a hospital, treating nearly 24,000. And now, as the seventh anniversary of the flood nears, the resort is luring customers back to town to help businesses with the rebuilding and to keep its workers and families, including Mackenzie and her daughter, from having to move away from a city with a rich and unexpected history. For Eye on America, Scott McFarland, White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia. A Colorado dentist is charged with murdering his wife. The shocking new details next. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Colorado dentist accused of poisoning his wife's protein shakes was charged today with her murder. Investigators say James Craig killed his 43-year-old wife, Angela, by lacing her drinks with arsenic and potassium cyanide. According to court documents, the father of six had allegedly been having an affair with an orthodontist from Texas. The victim's family says this was the second time he tried to drug his wife. Tonight, a groundbreaking criminal case is moving forward in Michigan. The state's court of appeals ruled today that the parents of Ethan Crumbly, who killed four students in a school shooting, can face trial themselves for involuntary manslaughter. The court said the murders wouldn't have happened had Jennifer and James Crumbly not purchased their son's gun. Tonight, hundreds of thousands of cars are being recalled because they could catch fire. What you need to know next. Tonight, Hyundai and Kia are recalling more than half a million vehicles in the U.S. and urging owners to park them outside because of a fire risk. The recall impacts late model Hyundai Santa Fe SUVs, including hybrids, the Santa Cruz pickup and Kia's Carnival minivan. The vehicle's electrical tow hitch harnesses can catch fire if water gets into them. All right, we're going to take you to the cherry blossoms. That's next. Let's talk about my mochi ice cream. Why? Because friends do not let friends miss out on something this good. My mochi is premium ice cream wrapped in sweet soft dough, and the flavors are amazing. Like my mochi double chocolate with rich chocolatey bits, it's a chocolate lover's dream. Or don't get me started on my mochi strawberry ice cream. It's cool, creamy, and bursting with natural berry flavor. And the sweet, luscious flavor of my mochi mango will send your taste buds straight to the tropics. My mochi is gluten-free, perfectly portioned, and only around 90 calories per piece. Taste the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream today. Find My Mochi at Walmart or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. Say goodbye to performance-robbing engine deposits with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Hate to break it to you, but lower-grade fuel can leave deposits in your engine that build up over time and leave your engine's performance severely lacking. Thankfully, Shell V-Power Nitro Plus removes up to 100% of performance-robbing deposits with continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors. Download the Shell app today to find your nearest Shell station and rejuvenate your engine with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Fuel up at Shell. Finally tonight, it's the most beautiful time of the year here in the nation's capital, the peak bloom of the iconic cherry blossoms. It's a stunning show put on by Mother Nature. It's one of my favorite times of year to be in D.C. And there's no bad way to see the famous cherry blossoms. How's it going? This is lovely. Yeah, perfect. Have you been here before? We've never been to the cherry blossoms. blossoms. And it's gorgeous. It's breathtaking. 3,700 Japanese cherry trees dot the National Mall. Originally a gift from Japan, offered in 1912 as a symbol of friendship. How many of them are original? There might be around 10 trees in our park here that are some of the original trees. Chief Arborist Matthew Morrison's full-time job is keeping the majestic trees alive. How many arborists and caretakers are there for the trees? Well, (laughs) at one time there was maybe 15, and now we're down to three. 
You have three arborists taking care of more than 3,000 trees? Yes, well, 3,000 cherry trees. We have 20,000 trees in the park. With more than one and a half million people coming to see the blossoms, these caretakers have had to work harder in the face of climate change. What are some of the issues that you and your team have faced in recent years? The extreme hot in the summer, the extreme cold, the extremely short winter, they're, they're hard for us to combat. Still, the trees are thriving, and there's nothing like seeing them in person. What's your favorite part of the cherry blossoms? They're pink. They're pink. (laughs) I like the pink, too. Well, that's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Hope you enjoy those cherry blossoms. Good night. Hey, everybody, John Stewart here. I am here to tell you about my new podcast, The Weekly Show, coming out every Thursday. We're going to be talking about the uh, election, earnings calls. What are they talking about on these earnings calls? We're going to be talking about ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. I know you have a lot of options as far as podcasts go, but how many of them come out on Thursday? Listen to The Weekly Show with John Stewart wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official T-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at ParamountShop.com. These products are perfect for any fan of Evening News, and you can take 20% off with code EVENING20. That's 20% off all CBS Evening News products with code EVENING20 at ParamountShop.com.